0: Welcome back boys and girls it's the pick your poison podcast week nine the Rebs coming off a tough loss in Baton Rouge it's a weak slate here hard to find a bunch of winners when you're coming off a loss but we're here to do it for you we'll give you some locks right here right now let's ride All right. Well, the season still goes on even after a loss. Yeah, I, I, I see now how I, I felt like the past couple weeks. Bert has been a little low T, a little bit. I thought he was maybe just being a little, uh, you know, a little simp guy, maybe a little, a little baby boy. But looking it's at tough. looking at the slate after a loss is tough. And after the the Hogs had a tough stretch there, I'm actually like clapping up for Bert a little bit just for for coming in giving out some fire takes after I mean, the Hogs gotta, lost. Because, I mean, the, look, the Rebs only lost one game. The Hogs have lost three. But still, it like. It makes the rest of your slate, or the rest of the seeds look so much more daunting. Yes. And just, like, looking at picks for the next upcoming week after it, a it down week. It sucks to think about
1: college football or yes. talk about college football after a loss. But, uh, especially if it's an oink-doink.
0: Oink-doink was definitely the worst. The Rebs didn't really have an oink-doink. I will say. It was just a blowout. It was a blowout, but they put it into perspective, uh, or at least Kevin did on his po- or his Monday press conference. We were, it was four minutes left in the third quarter, and we had the ball on like the seven yard line, about to score. We were down by four, about to score. It, like, three. like we, you know, if you score there, we're up by three at the end of the third quarter, basically, and then it's just a fourth quarter game. But that that crazy pit. I mean, the worst part about it, it was Joe Fouché.
2: Who is that? Is he Arkansas, Arkansas guy? For, yeah, he played four oh, years. Four years from the hall. That. that was such a good catch. I just I, was, heard, I mean, I was like pissed, but I was like, I was like, that was an insane. I catch.
1: just heard, I hated I, seeing that glory.
0: I heard Fouché, and I assumed he was a Cajun, just coon ass from from down to Bayou. But yeah, I mean, Ryan I thought, Kelly
2: just also, him also off like from that, Arkansas, that score, like it got go out wrong. of hand at the end. Like it was that game was we lost what, what twenty? Is it 25?
3: twenty-five? Twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. It, it
2: wasn't. It wasn't that. I mean, obviously. From it,
0: then on, it was a bloodbath.
2: Yeah, but but that was just kind of like the game was done. I don't know. I feel like it was yeah. just kind. Of, I, feel, I feel like Lane was like, you know what? There's just well,
0: and we were our. We had just lost our like basically our three best defensive players had like played the first half and. A.J. Finley, Troy Brown, and Cedric Johnson all were basically off the field by that point. Yeah, it hurts, not, doesn't it? It does hurt, yeah. Apparently injuries make a difference yeah. in college football. We're, we're on week eight here of, or I guess week nine, without a bye. One, Kiffin, one more week. One more week. Kiffin's an insane person. Ever since he's gotten to Ole Miss, our bye week has been the week before
2: Bama. The worst part though about the loss was because what it was what seventeen to three was it three? Is that seventeen right? to three and then it was a forty something to three run base like yeah. that that is a gross that's a gross yeah it was box like score at right seventeen right
1: there. to three you had no idea that was about to happen
0: and I mean even then like but, twenty to seventeen at halftime I was like well if you would have given me up three at half I would have taken it I know we've given up a couple touchdowns since then but you know whatever like we're up at half but then even from we didn't score in the second half. They go. It was twenty eight to nothing from the second half on. From that, yeah, from seventy to three it was a
2: blow w- w- Weldon uh Rottenberg or whatever his name was. He was saying like, "It's like yeah, Ole Miss was up, but he's like, I knew they needed to get one more score because like, he I don't know, he was just kind of saying like, it didn't feel like sustainable. Basically, like because we're kind of getting lucky on defense. They were screwing up. Yeah, a couple turnovers. And, and yeah. yeah, I don't know. That the defense is the most concerning thing. The most the best part about it, I thought Dart. Showing oh his yeah. actual talent. Other than
1: now. one throw, he yeah. looked really good. But
0: even then, he got the, the interception. You mean yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and
2: that was someone was in his face in yeah. two he seconds. He got popped and
0: like went backwards, and he I, he thought he was throwing it away, and the guy made a crazy uh, you know, one-handed I, I catch. I can one thousand
2: percent live with that for uh, basically yeah. a rookie. Quarterback but he made some throws there.
0: across the middle that were just like absolute
2: darts. Well, yeah, and, and, and we were because this was the kind of game where. We were going to have to rely on him because we only had one running back, and he kind of did his part in the yeah. first half, anyways. Yeah,
0: like Judkins played basically the entire game as a running back, which is like impossible to do without without any type of like reserve coming up to spell you. Zach Evans didn't play. I don't know if he'll play this week. What's up with him? He's got a knee, knee brace. something. Well, Zach Evans has never played a full season, even when he was at TCU. He would always – he averaged like seven yards a carry, but he never had more than like 100 carries or 120 carries on a season. He'd always be awesome when he played, but he just didn't play That's that much. Project. What about what about Bentley? I, I know he like had a couple of carries, but like – Yeah, Bentley had one carry for negative three yards. He – he I don't think he's very healthy either. He missed the last like three or four games. Well, I think he hadn't gotten in a rhythm at all. I mean, as yeah. a running back, you've got we, to see do the we ha- Do we not
2: have – do we – have another running back? We
0: have one, but he's. I think he's like. I want a red shirt so that I can hop in the in the T uh, portal. So, so we literally only have three. Yeah. So at that oh. point, we only have three, and they're all like better than that guy. And but dark when, becomes your fourth. Yeah. When two of them go down, it just becomes a bloodbath. But look, as much as it pains me, that that was a tough one. It is what it is. It is what it is.
2: Don't, don't,
0: don't do let levels. LSU beat you twice. Don't let LSU beat you twice. There we go. You, the bye week is looming next week. Just somehow get there. Figure it out this week, get to the bye week, and then you you get Bama coming into town with every dream and hope and aspiration you have still right in front of you. Yeah,
2: I I, I still I just want that hope. I just want that hope. Like even if we like get killed by Bama, I want to have that. I want to
0: walk into the stadium with a glimmer of like I know Bama is Bama, and we are so susceptible. After watching that LSU game, that like clear like odds are so against us, but. The glimmer of hope, going into the stadium and the stadium being rocking and the whole nine yards, that just that's all I want. Let the cards fall as they are from there. But give me the glimmer, give me the hope. Any other games from last week that stood out? Um, I'm trying to think. Oklahoma State beat Texas. Yeah, they had what a, a comeback. That was a hell of a comeback. Two uh, big time comebacks in the Big 12. Oklahoma State coming back against Texas. In TCU, right? TCU yeah. coming back against Kansas State. Kansas State also was on their third string quarterback when they made that big comeback. So, oh. a little asterisk there. But, either way, TCU and Oklahoma State, big comebacks. I'm trying to think anything else. A bunch of teams were on a bye. A bunch of teams were on a bye this week, too. I was on a bye. Boomer was on a bye. We'll get right... Yeah, we'll, we'll give a quick recap of last week and the season <laughs> so far. Boomer... May or may not have gone too hard on Friday night, and woken up on the golf course on Saturday. Quit after five
2: holes. Didn't have his, his phone was dead. I, I did I did have pot the flu or some uh, the country flu I believe is what they call it. The country um, flu. I, I was I was. I was hurting bad. Didn't even release a card, so Boomer was even on a bye week last yeah, week. Yeah, even money, boys. But he he reset. So yeah, this is week one for me. Reset.
0: We'll start there. Boomer, 30 and 43 on the year, minus 18.9 units. Two weekends ago, he was 0 and 9. I guess that was three weekends ago, he was 0 and 9. Two weekends ago, he was trying to go 0 and 9, or go over for again, went 1 and 5, Clemson... Saved him at the end against Florida State and or covered, or yeah, saved him or killed him. However you want to however you want to see it. Either way, that puts him at one one and fourteen over the last two cards he released. Yours truly, Rebs Bagman. Look, I I don't know what's going on the last two weeks. I've gone six and five and five and six. That puts me at eleven and eleven over the past two weeks. After being five hundred for basically the entire season, I just can't. Sh- I, I would rather, like, I don't even know what to do now because I'm such a average 500 better that I can't, like, fade myself. If I'd gone, like, 0 and 9 at one point to get to 500, i could be like, well, I'm just going to fade all my picks. But I don't even know you how to pick, what my like, mindset three games
2: to, to flip. I thought I was doing that
0: it. last week, but who knows? 50 53 minus five units for Bagman. Burt started off hotter than a firecracker, recessed to the mean a little bit. Cooling down. One in uh one in five last week. You mm-hmm. only won one. Couple of bad beats. Yeah, uh, forty seven and forty five on the year. Minus three tenths of a unit after being up like fourteen units earlier this year. Bert did text us on Saturday night saying, "I hate gambling. It's too hard." It was so. It's hard.
1: It's hard. I mean, like uh,
2: it's like that Coldplay song. They never said it'd
1: be easy. <laughs> Where Cincinnati was up by like. 13, or 17 points, I think. Yeah. And I just turned that game off. I was like, I'll watch other football. won that bet. And I I turned on action, lost. Two touchdowns in the last four minutes for SMU. Yeah. Oh, my God. And that that set the tone for the day.
0: Things happen. That's all I'll ever do. Yeah. Pullman somehow is in first place in the Picker Poison rankings. 34 and 42. Huh? Up 4.9 units. He had five units on the Rebs minus, or plus two last week. Lost that, but FIU, his darling, you know who FIU's head coach is? Mike McIntyre. Ah. The old Ole Miss defensive coordinator. Pulling him through. That's the second time they've hit a plus 400 or more money line win for Pullman. So that resurrected him after the Rebs' five-unit loss. He is plus 4.9 units on the year. So that's where we stand so far. The only winner. The only one in the positive... At this point, we're all flirting around around the 500 mark, except except for Boomer minus 19 units. But he was off a buy, so let's see if he can regroup going into this That's week. Just two bad weeks, yeah, That's two honest. bad weeks. Two hey, you know we can fix two bad weeks. Two, one
2: fucking great one, one damn
0: good week. So <laughs> let's get right into this week, Boomer. What's our first game?
2: All right, first first game we've got is Arkansas's uh, playing at Auburn. Auburn's a three and a half point dog. Totals at 62. Bert. Tell us about your hogs. So I did a little bit of research today at work, had a little bit of
1: spare time, and I was looking at hot seat coaches. Now this is very debatable, so debate with me on whether or not these guys were on the hot seat at the time of this game, but hot seat coaches in the SEC over the past three years. So I'll just start with 2019. You had Ole Miss, Matt Luke, he lost twenty to fourteen at Auburn, covered the spread there. Definitely on the hot seat. Missouri, you have oh I bet was he on the hot seat at that time? Yeah. Because yeah. I thought the egg bowl was kinda like the no. all right, you're now on the no, hot seat. No, okay. people were chirping. Okay, people were chirping. Um this one, debatable as well. Twenty nineteen Mizzou, Barry Odom lost twenty seven to nothing at Georgia. It was debatable if he was on a hot seat or not. I think they were about like four and four at the time. This is sad for me to ask, but did they cover that they, line? They, I'll, I'll talk about this, but they did not cover. And then we go into 2020 Tennessee, Jeremy Pruitt lost 24 to 13 to our King Sam Pittman. Big hot seat. Obviously, did not cover there. And then you have uh, Gus Malzon. He won, but he beat Jeremy Pruitt. In twenty twenty. So the hot seat. Like, does that even count? Double hot seat. Double hot seat. I missed Joe Moorhead in twenty nineteen. He lost thirty-eight to seven at home against Bama, did not cover. Dan Mullen, twenty twenty-one for Florida, lost thirty-four to seven to Georgia, did not cover. And Will Muschamp in 2020 lost forty eight to three to AM at home. Uh those last three they were the biggest loss of the season for that team. So, the record there, 1-6 with Malzahn beating Pruitt. May not even count there. Well, then someone had to win that game. Both coaches you, exactly. were to on the hot seat. Exactly. So, you could argue 0-6. And, and then, from a cover perspective, 1-6, Matt Luke covered. Rebs goes. And y'all may realize I might have left one off. And how did I forget? Chad Morris hmm. in 2019. He was on the hot seat for like two straight years. But... He did not cover to a Kentucky team that was playing a wide receiver at quarterback. Hmm. So that bodes well for the Hogs against Brian Harson this weekend. That's but, some
0: really but, good research there, and I mean, has Harsin been on the hot seat? Like, but
2: this is off, entire, the bar, but it's, off the entire, oh. the bottom, uh, hot seat. Off the, oh, bike. okay week. okay. Which but here's but if, the argument I make. There is like okay, because the team's screwing the, around. Yeah, they know the coach, coach is gone. Yeah, and that's the yeah. time
1: where Auburn's had a lot of guys enter the transfer portal this week. Obviously, with that one and seven record, and then the basically an zero and seven record, and then one and seven against the spread. If we lose this freaking game, like I'm not saying I'm putting Sam on the hot seat. I know a lot of people will, but this would be very embarrassing. Yeah. yeah, especially two years ago, the Bo Nix fumble. A lot of players were talking this week how, like, we remember that game. Like, we should have won that game. So there's there should be fire in our eyes. If we come out flat and we somehow lose this game to an Auburn team that has given up, all the Auburn Twitter is talking about Hugh Freeze this week. Oh, yeah. Like, they're on to now. Yeah, like, they, they they are wanting y'all to win. Yes, exactly. And this would be the perfect time to continue to get back on track. So, nevertheless, I'm going to go with, um, history here I'm um, at least two units on the hogs right now even if I didn't look up this stat I still think we dominate them they can't stop the run if we can find a way like uh, our boy Pullman hopefully Pullman relayed his message to Barry or Odom about how just have a spy yeah. rush four have a spy and let him beat you through the air we're gonna we're gonna whoop them so give me the hogs I also like the over here. Um, it's one of those situations
0: where I think we're going to put up forty-something points. I just don't know how our defense is going to do. Let me ask you a question: is And your we're de- healthy. Is your defense healthy? Off
1: everyone, the bye? everyone is back, but Catalan, who is just gone, gone, like
0: maybe done for football forever. So piggybacking off Burt's history, I didn't know that going into this, but I love that. That gives me even more confidence. Also laying three and a half, they're kind of begging you to take the home dog. At like catching the field goal and the hook, so I'm on Arkansas. I think and Ole Miss ran for 450 yards against this team. Rocket Sanders will probably run for like 250 against Auburn. The Hogs cover. My question was about the over/under because I both teams off a of buy. I love the going back to two years ago. I tracked this the last two years when both teams are off a of buy. The under hits at like a 70% clip. I said this last week. It went one and one, so it didn't really help me much. But and sixty-two points with Auburn is an is insane amount of points. Like if you think, like I don't think Auburn can get over twenty or twenty-five here. So
2: give me the under of sixty-two and the Hogs minus three and a half. Boomer, what you got? Yeah, I'm on the Hogs as well. I'm sitting here looking at kind of comparing their uh, Arkansas's defensive rankings versus Arkansas or Auburn's uh, offensive rankings. So y'all do have some comical ones here. Y'all are 127th ranked in passing defense. It's bad. 113th on uh, third down conversion, 110th in red zone efficiency. But I think the good the good thing for y'all is that they are the 101st in passing offense. Right. So I like I I think that y'all's weaknesses matches up good with their weaknesses. And y'all's run defense is ranked 62nd. They have the fifty-fifth best uh, run offense. So I think I don't know if I would touch the total because I I think y'all just blow them out basically. Uh, so I'm gonna do a two unit play on the Hogs here. And now, well, now that you mention that, every opponent
1: that we've played has been a pass first offense, yeah. other than A and M. And in that game, I mean, we
2: held them to 17 and, points. And when they were when they were scoring on Ole Miss, it was only through running the ball, really. Right,
1: right. Yeah, actually, I'm I'm kind of back down onto that under here. Yeah. I just don't see. Let's well, see. I just like choose
2: a look I would not do that because I, I think all or I think Arkansas. Is, I think y'all are going to light them up.
1: Yeah. We. we I. I, I mean.
2: I, I. I would. I don't know. I just. I would. If you feel confident on the under, I would just take. But I will the say, Auburn. If, if we team can run the ball, under. if
1: we can run the ball, and we're doing it su- successfully, Sam will literally go five yards, five yards. Well, so wait, hold on.
2: This is a what, he three won't run a ten spread. minute drop. Yeah. Three. So that's what
0: I was So, so this so is an implied implied thirty two to twenty nine. Or
2: something like that? Yes, I would just take Auburn under 29. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. that's that, probably the best. Because, because I would be afraid that, all, that Arkansas. We're going to do our part. I, I keep on the two A names are messing me up. I'd be afraid that Arkansas might just end up blowing up and screwing up your. Now, Auburn here's for you. one thing,
1: and, and we'll know Saturday morning, you've got to look at the ref matchup for this one. If Curls, if, it's, if it's Curls or Autry, we're screwed. Is Autry on the list now, too? He's the one that was the ref when bonix fumbled. He was the one. Uh, was he, he was, on
0: Carl's staff
1: back then, or Carl's staff? No, he was the head official. Oh, when Bo Nix fumbled, it wasn't curls on that one. Curls was in a couple different really bad Arkansas games. Though. And the Ole Miss one. And the uh, Mississippi State or Mississippi State Memphis game. But Autry was also Tennessee Alabama this past year. Okay. And he was y'all last weekend, but I don't but, know how but, the official it was.
2: It was fine. Yeah, it's fine. By the time Burt's 40, he's going to only have about two refs. He'll be able to bet games on. Uh, I'm taking this game off because he only bet two games a year in the SEC. Take us into our next one, Boomer. All right, so next we've got Ohio State playing Penn, at Penn State. Penn State's a 15 and a half point dog, totals at 61 points. Yeah, I mean, I, I think. This
0: might be a smelly underdog here, but I'm going to take Penn State in the points. And I know Ohio State's lit everyone up, but Penn State's looked pretty good outside the Michigan loss on the road. I think they're a different team at home. I've shit on Sean Clifford all year, but he's been like one of the probably one of the best quarterbacks in the Big Ten. James Franklin, too, like I feel like they recruit at a high enough level to where the other Big Ten teams don't have the horses to keep up with Ohio State, but Penn State can at least like keep up. Physically, athletically with Ohio State, I think fifteen and a half is too many. I'm riding with the home dog here. Give me fifteen and a half, Boomer. What do you think him?
2: Uh I'm, I'm taking Ohio State first half, minus eight and a half. I mean I I, I could see maybe Penn State backdooring this, this one, so that, that that's kinda why I wanted to just stay away from the uh, from the f- t- full game bet here. Ohio State looks like world beaters right now, and uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna roll with the favorite. I mean, Ohio State's closest game is what is this, 29 points? Yeah, Ohio State like, covered, in the last well, five, anyways. Notre Dame,
1: beginning of the season, but
2: they had not played anybody.
1: Penn State's actually had a couple decent tests going to Auburn. On that point, I can see our game against Auburn being a lot like the Penn State game, which was a total of 63. Anyways, Penn State's just I think they played better opponents in 15 and a half
0: 50, is a lot. Fifty three. Oh yeah. Math. So under. That's an under right there. Yeah. Love wow. it. Because Auburn can't score. Because Auburn can't score. Penn and State was in the forties. We'll probably yeah. score
1: forty nine, but still
2: under. <laughs> still an under there. Alright. What's next <laughs> one? Alright, so next or actually we need to call up uh Pullman here.
0: Yeah. Pullman won the, the Florida Georgia game. The first. world's largest cocktail party. Let's give him a ring real quick. Hello, poor man, what's going on?
3: Oh you know, just enjoyed my spot at the top of the standings.
0: Hey, the only one of the positives you risked life and limb on the Rebs at five units, your biggest bet of the year last weekend but your boy Mike McIntyre and the FIU Panthers for the second time this year coming through with a big money line win to resurrect you. Is he your favorite coach in the in the FBS?
3: You win me 12 units on the year, you're number one in standings for sure. But um, no, I, I had to bring it up because A, it's my first week, but also B, um, I'm throwing out some darts this week, so it could be a one-week thing.
0: Ooh, some Jackson
3: darts. I love the board this week. It's so gross, I love it.
0: It is It is absolutely gross. Coming off, coming off the Reds' loss and then having a look at this board, I was like, it took a lot of motivation to really pour through it and give the due diligence that I I just want
3: to give. be
2: done with college football after I'm looking at it. I was like,
3: ugh. What, 7-1 and one and you're
2: like, I'm, I'm done. No, no, I'm saying like after that loss and then looking at having a terrible slate of games.
3: Oh, I mean, there are a couple good games, but I also think this slate is just mostly filled with just gross, fun gambling games.
2: No, it's definitely ripe for
0: the pick-in if you know what you're talking about. First game up, a world's largest cocktail party. We got the Georgia Bulldogs and the Florida Gators. The Dogs are 22.5 point favorites coming off a bye. Florida is an underdog in Jacksonville. The over-under is at 56.5. Pullman, give us your read.
3: Yeah, uh, I think both these teams kind of play to the talent of the team they're playing. Uh, maybe Georgia not as much. Um, some games they will just come out and play Georgia football, but I, I think Florida like can kind of hang, and it's going to be like wet and rainy down there. Give me twenty two and a half, and hopefully Georgia just kind of walks through some of the game.
0: I didn't know it was going to be wet and rainy. I'm on the dogs here minus the twenty two and a half. Florida is a public underdog, which is always has fleas and is very stinky. And I feel like Georgia coming off a bye here. They've they've played with their food too much this year with Missouri and just off a national championship hangover, but coming off a bye, I feel like they're going to be they they like know they're going to they have to be rounding into form. Kirby's going to have the boys going. Florida is horrible, like so bad. Like I said, Georgia is like, "Okay, we messed around for the first half. We had our bye. We got national championship on the horizon here. I think they bring out the dog pound and they roll Florida. I don't know about the weather. I didn't know you pulled out a little fun fact there. I got to check that before kickoff, but I think this is a big
2: time route. I'm laying the point to the dogs, Boomer. What you got? Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. My my one question I had, well, one said, does the weather necessarily help Florida in that situation? I I would almost think it would. Yeah. It would help Georgia more. <laughs> yeah. That's Two, a good point. Like, do y'all think? Because I was just kind of confused why the public was so much on Florida. Like, is that because LSU looked so good against the Rebs last weekend? Or oh, no, I was just curious what y'all's thoughts were. I like, think why, it's like, a, why is that? Like, twenty-two and
1: a half is high for a rivalry game. It's a rivalry yeah, game. Anymore. I guess
2: people just see, see the team names, like, oh, that's too much. Neutral site, a couple rivalries, yeah. and, and over three touchdowns. I mean, that's a lot of points. Yeah, I, yeah, no, I, I, I like actually. I, I'll do, I'll do, uh. Georgia first half, mm. whatever that would be. So, like,
0: 11. Like, probably right under a touchdown, 13-and-a-half or yeah. so. Bert, what you got?
1: Well, y'all know that Bama's not on the card this week, but wow. Georgia's six and a half in the first quarter. Bama so.
0: first quarter was your only winner last week. Yeah, and
1: I actually turned it up to two units right before kickoff, and I got <laughs> real lucky. It was like a third and uh, 12 for Bryce Young. He was scrambling around the pocket for, like, 15 seconds and found JoJo Earl in the back of the end zone. Georgia's missed the the past uh, two weeks on their uh, first quarter, so give me that. And then, so the past five cocktail parties, the winning team has covered Hmm. every single one of them. So we assume Georgia wins this game. Yep. And then four of the last five have gone under. So I'm going to take the under here because that line is a little high. I'm going to go
0: Georgia first quarter. What Under. was the total at? 56 and a half. 56 and a half. Pullman, oh, I God. saw you you know, chirping on Twitter today. You must have been in your feels. You, you were asking people to talk you out of the Florida money line here. What was your reasoning there?
3: I taught myself out of it. I mean, I just thought it would be kind of funny. Well, I mean,
0: you had A&M. I 1060. You had, A&M. 1060. I mean, you had the way. A&M money line against Bama about the same spread. I mean... Crazier things have happened. Jimbo was a dum dum in that game, or else you would have hit the biggest money line I've ever seen. Are you sure you're not wanting to sprinkle? You know, I, I got some other spots. I just think, like, there's a chance
3: if it does get closed super late with, like, a, a chance for Florida to win it. Like, Anthony Richardson will fuck it up. But, like, catching 22 and a half, like, he, I don't think he'll fuck it up that bad.
0: Kentucky traveling to Knoxville on Halloween. The Vols wearing their blackout shades at night in Neyland. we got the Vols, the number three Vols, minus twelve and a half, over under of sixty two, Bert. Are you feeling
1: the vibes on these uniforms? Golly, I mean we we were pro gray. Boomer, what do you think about the jerseys?
2: Um, well, I remember when they've worn the blacks before, uh I feel like I'm a similar, right before Halloween, I, I have no idea when this was, like, probably 10 years ago. Yeah, they were with white helmets. Yeah. I think all uh, black looks better. No, I, I I think it all looks good. I, I, I'm, I'm all about what Tennessee is doing right now. Uh, I mean, I hate to say it, but I'm I'm taking Tennessee minus 12, hoping that that's one of my losses.
0: I hated, I hated the grays. I kind of liked the black. I went heavy against Tennessee when they were wearing the grays. Against LSU and LSU was wearing the all whites with the white lids. Those are, I think, the cleanest uniforms in college football when LSU does that. So I, good. so I was all, I was like team. I was blinded by the whites and I, <laughs> Tennessee was Tennessee was like graying me out. So I couldn't even see them. I'm on Kentucky here. Tennessee's got Georgia on deck. you are giving me 12 and a half points with Kentucky off a of bye. I think they can keep this game close. I think. Tennessee's gonna be looking ahead a little, you know, black uniforms at night. I think they're gonna be really feeling what, themselves.
2: What, what hurts? What hurts? Uh, Kentucky here is that it's because of the Florida Georgia game being the two thirty game because this that sh- this should be the two thirty game one hundred percent. You're gonna have a crazy kneeling and Stadium at night, like that's gonna be an insane vibe. I
0: agree, but Kentucky can muddy a game up with the best of them.
2: I oh no, I, they're gonna play a more physical brand of football. And, that yeah. You know, Yeah, they're going to – I don't know. know.
0: Look, Kentucky's offense is the slowest offense I've ever seen. They milk the play clock. They get into the I formation under center. Tennessee fans are going to be like, what the hell is going on? Why do we not have the ball? Why are we not – I mean, they probably will score in like 10 seconds like they usually do, but then Kentucky will get it and somehow drive against Tennessee's shitty defense. Like nine plays over nine minutes – 80 yards. Yeah, because that his, drains.
2: That drains. I mean, it was the same thing in our game. Like, like where we, we were kind yes. of just going over there and they put together a nine minute drive. It drains the crowd. It drains the offensive vibes on the other
0: side. Look, I'm probably betting with my heart a little here with Kentucky. I'm not the biggest Tennessee guy in the world. I'd love to see them fall flat on their face here. It'd be hilarious if they somehow lost this game before the Georgia game. Pullman, what are you thinking?
3: I was thinking Tennessee all day. And I was like, are they just going to score a billion like they did on them last year? Because with, I think Kentucky had a, just as good a defense last year. But I, I feel like they're going to figure it out a little bit and keep it within two touchdowns. I mean, like, they're playing better football. They're kind of like the kryptonite for the fast-moving teams because if you mess up on one
0: possession and they drive on you twice in a row, it can feel like you're down a 1,000. Yes, because wow. they've had the ball for an entire quarter. If you go three and out once, you're all of a sudden like, what the hell is going on? I haven't even seen our quarterback
2: in like 45 minutes of real time. Also, one thing just to agree with you, I, I, I would like to bet Kentucky, but I'm going to bet Tennessee cause, just because I don't want to be conflicted. This game like actually doesn't matter for Tennessee at all. Yeah, it's They like, ha- they have to beat Georgia no matter what. So it's so like they can lose this game and s- still win next weekend and nothing changes. It's like basically. the Rebs last
0: weekend. Like you could lose to LSU and theoretically well, everything's still uh, in favor. I,
3: I will say this. There is the chance that Georgia can go 12-0. If Tennessee goes 11-1, and which is a loss to Georgia, they could probably get the fourth seed. Well, that, that, that's loss.
2: true. That's true. It has to be, yeah, that's your, I mean, no, no, you're right, but I, I don't know. i I was just throwing that out.
0: It had to be a close loss, and one, then like you know, TCU or someone would probably have to lose a couple times. I don't know. Like the the it would not be under their own control anymore. Well, the no, last no, but
3: just the way it's been going lately, like with two SEC teams getting in and Bama loses to Georgia, you know, you know how can go? I know all these scenarios because I was making it in my head before the refs actually got. If you're you were Tennessee,
2: if you were Tennessee, you'd. Say so, well, obviously we would want to win this game. I think I would almost want to lose to Georgia in a close one, and then you don't have to play Bama in the championship again. again, and then possibly have yeah two yeah. losses
1: or no, you still only have one yeah, loss. Yeah, yeah, and then oh, Georgia, no. but Georgia would be out, Independence on to score. Of that <laughs> damn it, all of these brains right now. Yeah, Chaos. this is
2: I, yeah, my, my brain's not sharp enough right now yeah. to, to do this uh, hypothetical. Even break. off a of buy. Even off a of buy, <laughs> because well, I'm still recovering.
1: He's just trying to think about this week. Yeah. Okay. It's just this week. He's not trying to go into
0: the future. No. He,
1: uh, yeah. Did we
2: forget to put his card up, or did he literally just never text it? No, dude. That, he that, was. Do you, I. I. I had the flu on Saturday. He. He had the. He had the. I drank 20 beers the night before flu. No. No. In actual, I had that at first, and then the actual flu came along.
0: Bert, what you got in this one? So the last, well,
1: the three games that have mattered for Kentucky this year so far, Ole Miss, Florida, what was the last one? Oh, Mississippi State, Will Levis is covered. Hmm. So Will Levis seems like a cover quarterback. And uh, so give me Kentucky plus 12.5. Also with that look-ahead spot, it'd be the most Tennessee thing in the world, just like it is the most – Arkansas or Ole Miss thing in the world to lose this
0: game so let's is, not forget Tennessee bye? yeah Kentucky's all the by let's not oh, forget Tennessee yes. is not like some national power yeah
2: we're, we're I, I feel like I keep on making them out to be at Alabama or Georgia it's like okay they beat Alabama that's awesome guess what Ole Miss did that twice and guess what we lost shit the bed we lost shit uh the what the week later both times you had, no no you, you
1: had no. Burt on your schedule
2: so One time we had... No,
0: we, didn't, we won had, the next weekend both times. We, it actually took us a couple more games to lose. Yeah, yeah. You, we you, lost you, to Auburn like three weeks later, and then, getting, then we lost to Arkansas. You end up getting
2: too big for your britches, and then you get smacked in the face by some dude on steroids down in, in Florida. Some guy named
1: Will Willis on well steroids. Later, did poor old Tennessee <laughs> find the money for goalposts? Do we know? God forbid. Did, did they get enough on their GoFundMe? Yeah, their GoFundMe. That no, no,
2: that was that was. Uh, were they got to dig it no, up? They out were. Of the river? They were. Yeah, they were hiding evidence. It was a <laughs> altered altered field goal that they brought out there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Secretly, only when Alabama was. They green.
0: actually only tore down the field goal that Alabama kicked on because they had they had brought that in by like three feet just so Bama could yeah. miss it. That's a that's a I love that. Oh, though. I wonder
1: who chose the side of the field on that coin toss. Oh.
0: Spicy Pullman. Any other games this week?
3: Yeah, I wanted to fire off on the Michigan State Michigan game. Uh, I I just think it's a great upset spot with the money line being like plus. I think it's twelve hundred. I think cool. Michigan
1: State's got a better than one in ten chance of winning a rivalry game that they won last year. Where's the game?
3: It is it is in Ann, Ar- Ann Arbor, which is the oh. crawl up the hole for it, but. I, I'm, I'm going points and money line there. It's like plus 1250 or something like that, I think. They're catching 22 and they're, I think, plus 1150 on the money line. Along with that, too, I think I'm going to fire off Cal plus 17.5, money line 600, and then Stanford 16.5, money line 525.
0: You're just back to your Pac 12 bullshit. I had, I had Cal last weekend against Washington on the money line. Seven and a half, I think, is what it was. They couldn't pull it out of the end. But I do like Cal here with uh, Oregon coming off a big win at home, going on the road. You got Road Bo Nicks laying a shit ton of points. That's never a good. That's never a good recipe, Pullman.
3: No, I mean, I mean, Bert Road Bo Nicks. You know, you, you're you're the preacher of that choir.
0: Plus,
1: oh.
3: I don't think Cal's bad.
1: Well, plus everybody's been talking about Bow Nicks all week. If the guy has a Twitter, that head's getting pretty big right now. Yeah,
0: yeah. I've, I've seen a lot of Bo Nix Heisman sprinkles here and there. Like that—that that is not Bo Nix. Definitely has his own name notifications on Twitter. All right, Pullman.
3: Oh, oh last one: If Sims plays on money lying Georgia Tech, but not taking the points.
0: Oh. they play right. Miami. Who do they play? Florida State. Florida State. Mm-hmm. I like that. I don't think he's playing, but I'm—I'm I'm here for it. If he does, will you let us know if he does? Yeah, I'll, I'll fire it off. I love it. All right, brother. Well, until next week, uh, keep
2: your ear to the ground. Peace. Peace. Matata. All right, so next we've got Oklahoma State playing Kansas State. K-State is a one-and-a-half point favorite. Total's at 56-and-a-half. Bagman? I've been
0: riding my fighting gundies all year. I see no reason to stop now. They had a great comeback against Texas last weekend. They're on the road against Kansas State in the what's this the the Little Apple in Manhattan, Kansas. Yeah, I still think Oklahoma State's the better team. I'm getting a I'm getting I'm an underdog here. I like them to go. On the, I think Adrian Martinez he might play even if he does. That doesn't scare me too much. Afternoon game in Manhattan. I'm riding with the Gundies, Bert. What are you seeing here?
1: Yeah, I'm kind of confused by this line with a. Um questionable quarterback in in Kansas State. Because, you know, recently with the questions of is K.J. hurt or not or is Bryce hurt or not, like the line seemed a little bit more skewed to the other team, at least initially on Sunday. I guess Oklahoma State was favored by one initially. But, yeah, you have a team that had a great comeback last week, basically shut – I think shut Texas out or held them to three points in the second half. Yeah. That's mojo for your defense. And then versus a team that had a gut-wrenching loss – Last week, basically season over there. I like those points you made. Give me Oklahoma State plus one and a half. I had it at minus one. That must have been on Sunday, so I like it even better now.
2: Uh, I, I'm going to take Kansas State. I don't know. This is – I don't Do know. it. You're I probably going to win. This, it. Is a, this is a tough one. I mean – nearly 70% of the bets are currently on Oklahoma State I'm more kinda... more money on Kansas State though so that
0: I mean that that is a little bit of a square sharp play with with most of the bets coming in on Oklahoma State and the money coming in on Kansas State
2: yeah I, I'm just gonna take the home team here I I, I this is a tough one I' I, don't know, I just feel I'll just take the home field advantage and take the or g- give you the one and a half points I
0: saw that gundy's also like eight and0 oh as a uh, on the road against the spread in his last, tower, I guess his last eight games. I, wow. I, I just, I'm just a big Oklahoma State guy. I, I love. I mean, I mean, I love Gundy too. Gundy's a covering machine, and they've. It's also one of those things where, like, I've bet on them. I feel like four or five times this year, and they've treated me right every time. So yeah, you gotta, if they lose me this one, then, whatever. Then but I, I can't, I can't you, stop. You don't
2: get off the horse.
1: No, while, while no. It's still riding. I mean, wow. in, unless Oklahoma figures it out. Oklahoma State's got nobody after this game. It's I mean, the Big 12 is theirs. If it's they theirs. This, this, yeah. is,
2: this is the last
0: test on the schedule.
2: What, and their one loss is the TCU, right? Yeah. Okay.
0: But yeah, Oklahoma State, if they win this one, they're, they're locked into the Big 12 championship.
2: Whether TCU wins out, doesn't matter. Well, They'll
1: even then beat TCU in that game. And,
2: and then they're in. So, yeah. what's our next one? All right, so next we've got Mizzou is uh, playing South Carolina. Carolina is a four-point favorite. Total's at... Jeez, low total. 46 and a half, Bert.
1: I don't understand why it's only four. South Carolina's got some momentum going. It irritates me that they're ranked. Written down,
0: all I have is, why is this only a four-point spread? Yeah, I had the over in M- the Missouri. Missouri
2: barely beats Vandy last year. Like, I don't even think At they home, scored in the second half. They didn't.
1: Yeah, and so don't tell me they're going to be able to... So obviously I like the under there, but...
2: I, I just like don't see how they cover for. it. Is there something we don't know about? Maybe. I mean, I don't Spencer
1: Rattler was fake hurt on this podcast last week, so maybe he's real hurt.
0: I said everything that I said on last week's podcast doesn't count after a Grizz win, so <laughs> Very I'm, true. I'm immune from that. I did completely make up a, a, a quarterback injury at last week's pod. I don't know though. I'm. I, I think South Carolina is the play, but I don't know. I, I the did. money and the money's on the zoo. So I, yeah, swore, so I also I swore off Mizzou on like week three this year, saying like teams you shouldn't ever bet on because they're they're completely psychopathic. Is Mizzou? I said like A and M too, and I bet on Mizzou whether on like a side against Mizzou or like an over under with Mizzou. I had the over last weekend against Vandy. I bet on them after I said I shouldn't bet on them every weekend, and I don't know if this will be on the card, but I. I don't see how you don't take South Carolina at night against the shitty, dead man-walking
2: Eli Dorkwitz. Also, the past five under in Mizzou games have all hit.
1: This also goes and on And they to... have all
2: been, you know, 56 points to the lowest being 49.5 have all hit. This is so low, and I, I feel like Missouri's defense sucks. I, I'm, ta- I'm, I'm taking South Carolina here. I, this... I don't know. This doesn't make. I don't know, I'm just confused. Why? Why? Why is this so easy?
0: This might be like like in the publics of Missouri. You said,
2: yeah. So yeah, I mean, like, like everything like normally would, would point me this way without me knowing that Mizzou sucks. Yeah, like,
0: this might be just like a, I've watched enough football this year to know this shitty game, which no one's gonna watch, is exactly what it's supposed to be. And that's a
2: South Carolina win. Yeah, this well, is just Vegas trying to trip you South Carolina's
1: out. not good either. No. Don't get me wrong. Like, backup quarterback for A&M pretty much half that game. And that, they returned to the open kickoff play, for a touchdown. Well, they
2: play tough. Like, they, I mean, they could have laid down against y'all, and they didn't. They played oh, yeah, dirty. certainly. I mean, yeah, we like, whooped like them, but they made like, it a respectable Beamer's score. Beamer's not – well, and, like, him, like, getting all fiery. And I don't know what game that was where – the reporter asked if like the players were quitting on him. It was after the Georgia game. Yeah. It made yeah. Eight and, and, eight and, okay, yeah. It's like, yeah, Georgia's Georgia. Like okay, like that's the dumbest question yeah, in the world. Like, but but I, I like the fire he had and I kinda feel like the teams kinda he, he kinda has them going, uh so I'm gonna take uh, South Carolina. Speaking of South Carolina, they beat A
0: M last weekend, Boomer. What's the last game on our card?
2: Yeah, we've got our revs head to college station where we are a two point favorite, totals at fifty five there's a lot, lot of, lot of uh things going on in A M's program at the moment. Are y'all are, y'all,
1: are worried that Durkin, like this could be Durkin's, like, you think he took a week off last week and he's just been scheming for this game? No,
2: half the team's high and banging <laughs> yes. chicks in the they're locker all offensive room. Offensive players, aren't yeah. I mean, that's literally isn't that not literally what half the teams or a bunch of people got suspended
0: for? A and M suspended three guys, uh, cornerback and. Uh, line I don't know. they had been three guys, one of them a uh, starting wide receiver, indefinitely because they were smoking weed in the locker room like right before the game against South Carolina last weekend. There two of their or their starting center and their starting center and their backup offensive linemen who would have replaced the starting center
2: are both out for the year with third string center ACL injuries. So, I mean, but Look, there, wasn't there – there was a story also about them having a chick in the locker room. That Yeah, I think
0: that was – I mean, is that just hearsay? So I think there were two separate stories, both about the same thing, about the players getting suspended. One was smoking weed in the locker room. The other was about having a girl in the locker room. They were talking about the same guys. I don't know if both stories are a little bit true, and maybe they were smoking weed with a girl in the locker room. And they only reported like the weed part of it or whatever, but like I think a I think
1: a South Carolina girl like screenshotted a DM or something on her on her Instagram. It was from an A and M player and being like, "Hey, shorty, what are you doing right now?" And it was like a time in which he
0: should probably be preparing for this game when he was actually smoking weed in the locker room right before the game.
2: (laughs) Okay, that 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 makes a lot more sense. Look,
0: I don't know, like Ole Miss minus two and a half with all this turmoil going on inside of the A and M locker room. You were talking about. Coaches in the hot seat and bye weeks and all that shit. Like, I get A&M okay, a and what Okay, so Jimbo, this past week, off a of bye, got crushed to South Carolina. Exactly, exactly. But, and like, I'm not going to think South Carolina is... I think coming off South Carolina isn't that much different than coming off a of bye week. Like, right. last week to this week, not that much different. Especially when you come in and suspend a bunch of players. Two starting linemen go down. Like, yet the line hasn't really moved and... I just I don't know. The Reds are so damn injured. This game scares me so much. A night game in Kyle Field. I saw where Kyle Field has like half the stadium selling tickets still for two dollars. Like the the cheapest like get in price is two dollars. Wow. In College Station right now. And if you didn't see on the SEC teleconference this week. Kiffin got in his yeah. fields. So you're talking about he Durkin. He's throwing some shots. That was fun. Kiffin said on DJ Durkin today. DJ really turned around our defense here. We played really well, especially in the second half of last year. We tried to keep him, but because he did a really good job, but we got outbid, which is kind of a common theme with that program. Which oh. Kiffin throwing hella shade at Jimbo. You forget going back to when like Jimbo and and Saban had their little riff earlier this year. Kiffin also chimed in because they asked him about their riff and Kiffin basically said the same thing that Jimbo's throwing around hella money. The whole recruiting class is like not fake but that they just paid for the whole thing. Jimbo called Kiffin after those comments. Jimbo called Kiffin a clown. Oh, 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 you're talking about during the summer. Yeah, so no love loss here. I don't know if Kiffin is saying all these things Like throwing shade at the whole A and M program at Durkin, saying because all week Kevin's also been saying, usually he hypes up the other team, saying like yeah they're really good, they're a great team, this and that. All he has said all week in these press conferences is they're super talented, they have a five star at every position, they have a the best recruiting class in years. Like he's not saying they're a good team, he's just like Jimbo's a clown. He's literally just like giving Jimbo zero. Praise at all, and just saying they have a bunch of talent. So I don't, like that's high talk for someone who's going in as a road two point favorite, and the game is definitely up in the air. I I don't know. I watched the game last weekend. I was pretty confident last week. I didn't bet on the Rebs. I'm not betting on the Rebs either this weekend. I will take the over though. The Rebs defense looked like shit against LSU. Is Haynes King playing? Hey, I don't care. I don't think it matters. A-Chain is playing. A-Chain, yeah. I think they'll be able to run the ball. And even, you know, as our as the game goes on, I think our defense will get wear it worn down. I know that's gross with an A&M team, but I can't bet on the Rebs. I'm definitely not betting on A&M. So, I'm taking the over. I might even emotionally hedge, like, like right A&M. before the game, on A&M. Just so that if we do lose... I win some money, and if we win the, the Bama game in a couple weeks, is huge. I don't know, Bird. Give me some outside perspective.
1: Another, you were talking about the SEC teleconference. My favorite press conference guy this season has been Jimbo because he looks so like irritable on the sweaty up and, there. He's always and moving and his Coke bottle from one spot to the next, and he had a funny comment this week where he said, "Why would you want to go somewhere that's winning all the time?"
0: Yeah, I saw that. Like, he, he was literally on, recruiting buddy. on the SEC teleconference. Being like, yeah, we probably need more players. Why would you go to somewhere that's winning all the time, like Bama or Georgia, when you can just come here and play? When you have a million five-star freshmen, who half of them are probably going to transfer in the next like three months, and you're you're all of a sudden recruiting to the next round of five-star transfers. I think this
1: is. uh, I think if I could bet that the Hogs and the Rebs had the exact same winning score this weekend, I think I would.
0: But I thought about placing just a Rebs Hogs money line to where you take away the three and a half of the Hogs and the two and a half of the I Rebs. I like and just, that. That's plus yeah. money. Probably that made. fuck that that yeah. scares me to hell and back. Those both because looking at it like both those teams should probably win. These the but teams they're playing are Arkansas, dead in the water. And Ole Miss. But they're yeah. dead in the they, water. They, like the, the only on the
2: road. <laughs> like no, I, I don't know. That's just terrifying. The, the only thing that I love it though that scares me like, like I'm, I'm taking i'm taking the Rebs minus two or i have a minus two whatever but what a and i feel like your jimbo is like a wounded animal that you have cornered and it's, sometimes that can be the most dangerous time to go and try and like attack Strike. like yes like because that they are fighting for their life like I, I don't know. I, I mean, and they're back in College Station. It's been a while, I think, since they've played there, and
1: it's a night game as well.
2: But, 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 like we said, we saw tickets for sale for two dollars, and half the stadium was still had tickets what, open. What scares me the most is that all this shit is going on. They're coming off a loss to South Carolina. I'm, I'm not betting on the reps, I'm betting against A&M.
0: That's fair, but like they've suspended three players. Their two offensive linemen are out for the year. They're coming off a loss to South Carolina and they're only two-point underdogs, and the line hadn't moved since all this shit's come out, like, that gives me zero confidence. What's the money
2: looking like on this game?
0: The bets are coming in on the Rebs, but I think the money's coming in on A&M, but I assume that's just some, like, big money boosters for some oil money coming in on A&M.
1: Now, something you alluded to earlier, how you don't really know about y'all's defense, how y'all might get tired throughout the game. I think y'all are going to come out hot with scripted plays like y'all did against LSU, and you put up 17 quick points. So, I'm getting plus money at Rebs minus one and a half in the first quarter. And I'm going to hammer that. Because I think y'all do come like out that. with scripted plays. You're going to score. And you're right. Is Rebs that defense going to get tired? And is weird shit going to start happening?
0: And yeah, I'm Lane. I'm taking Rebs' first half. If, actually. If, if we win the coin toss, Lane always gets the ball first. And if Jimbo lose, wins the toss, he's going to defer to the second half. Mm-hmm. So, either way, the Rebs get the ball first. So, your first half, bet, or your first quarter or first half, I feel like. Would be a much better play than the full game because who the hell knows over a full game in College Station? I I, I just I cannot touch this this line. Now,
2: we're, actually, I'm sticking with the Reds for full game. I, I'm looking at their offensive stats here. It's so bad. Their best offensive stat is that they are 86 in passing.
1: Yeah, that's but still horrible. Y'all's defense is probably better than ours. But still not good, and they only scored seventeen points. on As
0: long as we
2: don't do something silly and like turn the ball over a bunch, we yeah, should, like, yeah. As it, as long as we play a clean special teams game, like no, I, I'm even, I'm just allowing one dart turnover. No doings, yeah, yeah, absolutely no doings. No
0: doings on the road though. In the SEC at night is never easy. So no, I, I
2: don't like this at all. I like this a lot better than I did last weekend. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I mean, this is not a good. Actually, look, actually, I feel so much better because I I know we can at least throw the ball. I said, like, if you lose to this team, pack it up and code back
0: to the to the stalls. Oh, because, because we're, we're going to be lucky to win a game. Because then you get Bama next, and then you go too Fayetteville after that. If, like, if, God, then, God, then we're probably going to end up.
2: I think we can beat State at home. I think we end up eight and four at best. At best. Uh, if we I both mean, lose enough. Saturday, I think
1: the girls got to come back on the pod. Like we're, I'm gonna suspend myself. No,
2: we'll just disband the pod. Yeah, if the we team both team. lose, the pod
0: is over. <laughs> yep. You heard it here first, boys and girls. If the Hogs and the Rebs both lose, which is crazy considering we're a three and a half and a two and a half point favorite, but the two teams we're playing are dead man walking. We gotta rally the troops. Come on, boy. Like, like, let's let's get yeah, let's so get the pod two. will be
2: over because I'll be hanging from the rafters. <laughs> Y'all want to call the Hogs right now? No, 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 I'm not, I'm not, we're not, we're not there yet.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, that's the card for this week, boys and girls. I've got a couple extra sprinkles. TCU at West Virginia, a sleepy, sleepy 11 o'clock game in West Virginia on Saturday morning. TCU's coming off a crazy three or four weeks. They've beaten Oklahoma, Kansas, Oklahoma State and Kansas State in the past four weeks without a bye. Just a crazy slate there, going to West Virginia Morgantown's a hard place to play. I get and 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 West Virginia's coming off an ass kicking at TC at Texas Tech, so they're back home. TCU riding such a big high. I feel like this is a letdown spot. Give me West Virginia plus the seven and a half. Give me the Oklahoma Iowa State under. These are your two teams coming off a bye, so that's all you need to know. Under fifty six. Give me. Baylor over Texas Tech. Like I said, Texas Tech coming off a big win last weekend at home over West Virginia. They killed West Virginia. They're back at home against Baylor. Baylor's the better team. I think they play a completely different style of football. Baylor is a hard nose, hard mouth, run it down your throat, play good defense. Texas Tech's going to have a hard time transitioning there. Give me Baylor plus 2.5. And last, give me Pitt, North Carolina, over 64. North Carolina scores a million points. They can throw it over anyone. And Pitt, Narduzzi, they kind of run a hard, smash mouth nose team too. They score a bunch of points. North Carolina's defense is ass. Notre Dame won scored like forty five points on this Notre Dame or on this North Carolina team. Pittsburgh basically runs the same offense. Give me the over of sixty four and a half. And that one, that's the last one of my card. Bert, you have any extras? I've got no sprinkles, Boomer. Donata. No mas. Well, that's it for this week, boys and girls. We will tweet out our cards as always. Till then, let her ride.